2: Good evening to you all. How are you? It's been a terrific day at the 150th Open at St Andrews. And you get double bubble today. We came to you this morning because we were a little bit late. But we're here this evening to look ahead to tomorrow. Sunday at the Open. And we have two men leading the line at the top of the leaderboard. Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland, my mate, are at 16 under. The rest are 12 under. Count The two Camerons are there at 12 under. Scotty Scheffler and Siwoo Kim in there at 11 under. Dustin Johnson is there at 10-under, Adam Scott's there at 9-under. We've still got a little bit of money riding on uh, Mr Scott as well. It's James and Dave Tyndall with you to uh, take you through the uh, best prices for tomorrow's action. But first of all, DT, like I said to you every single day of this uh, tournament so far, it's a corker, isn't it?
1: Yeah, brilliant play today. Um, unless you're a Cam- Cameron Smith backer, you probably uh, didn't enjoy it so much. But yeah, watching Hovland make that fast start and brought Rory along with him... And then it was fantastic, wasn't it? And they separated themselves from the field a little bit. Um, That that bunker shot by Rory, was it a 10th? Yeah, hold out for eagle, fantastic. He said, um, Rory said this morning he'd watched uh, Ireland beat the All Blacks. A series win against them and that made him a little bit emotional so you kind of think things are just falling into place for Rory
2: McIlroy. There's a mission on isn't there with Rory you, you get the impression that it's the 150th it's St Andrews
1: yeah um, I mean
2: whoever wins it it's a very special it's, it's almost like a a little bit of added open history isn't it because you're the yeah. man that lifts it on the 150th anniversary.
1: Yeah I think so I think he's aware that there's a sort of destiny calling for him he's just got this sort of calmness that he hasn't Shown in other majors, there's always been this feeling that he would sort of fret and fritter one away or he'd have a poor round. But this week he's just looked... He's not sort of being spectacular. Yeah, there was that bunker shot, but he just sort of kept going gradually. And while others have fallen away and had bad moments, he's just kept it going. And even the bit on the road hole today when you know that looked to say that could be terrible, he just... Kind of made a bogey, tapping bogey, no dramas, get it back at the next.
2: Yeah, took it on and the chin and moved on. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. So, yeah, there's, um, I think Rory will win tomorrow. And here's the first bet. Okay. I think he'll win by a bunch. I think he'll win decisively, yes. Ooh. Yeah. If you look at um, St. Andrew's history, you've got Tiger when he won. He won by eight shots in 2000, by five shots in 2005. Louis stays won by seven in 2010. So you can. It's it's almost like you either get big wins or playoffs. Last time it was a playoff when John Daly. When it was a playoff. Um, so Rory McIlroy, he and Hovland are, are four clear of the field. Now there's there's a bet bet fair are going in their odds boost McIlroy to win by three or more shots. Eleven to four. I like that.
2: 11-4, to four, that's three or more. Three or
1: more, yeah. So I think I just can't see Hovland living with him in the final round. And, and Rory's the sort of player, if he gets a healthy lead, he can then sort of stretch it out. Hmm. I mean, he's had some big major wins. I think he's won a couple by eight, hasn't he? So he's once he hits the front and it's kind of going his way, he's got the that supreme talent where he can just keep pulling away. And he knows, he's sort of gliding and walking on water sort of thing so I, I, I definitely think there's a scenario where Rory you know, may, maybe not to begin with but gradually as he pulls one clear, two clear I think he can kick away from the field I think that's that's a better I'd rather do that than back him now at sort of 19 to 20 just for the win I think he can win this by a bit This is Late Tea Time The Last Word in Golf Betting with James Butler and Dave
2: Tindall I, I was impressed with Victor today, though. I mean, he comes into the tournament with without a huge amount of form behind him. But the way he played today, he didn't drop a shot all the way around. And he had plenty of sort of six foot, ten foot putts to save par. And he managed to just roll them in the middle and, and move on again. You wonder how sustainable that is, though, don't you? If, if he gets under serious pressure tomorrow, whether he'll be able to hold on to that form.
1: Yeah, because we we thought Cameron Smith would never miss another putt in his life after watching him for
2: the first two days. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing to him. It's amazing isn't it? how one one day the same player on the same course can roll them all in. The next day they can't buy a putt.
1: Yeah. So Cam Smith pulling everything first two days. To Today round three, they're just you know they're just pulling left of the hole, glancing the hole, catching the lip a bit, just gliding by, and and suddenly he shoots seventy three. And you think that just didn't seem a possibility. Now, I just wonder for Cam Smith today, could it be Victor Hovland tomorrow and all those putts? Because Rory's not really having to do that, is he? Rory's just sort of making birdies when you should and he's not having to hold these dramatic putts. So I think if Hovland starts missing a couple early, I think he might just go a little bit flat.
2: Is there any potential? I mean, there obviously this could happen, but how likely do you think it is that somebody who is maybe, I don't know, uh, if we are looking down the list, a Tommy Fleetwood or a Matt Fitzpatrick, nine under, to come out a little bit earlier and shoot a sort of 64 and put real pressure on the the guys at the top?
1: I think they might get to them early, um, but I don't think, you know, we saw today, I think when I started watching it, Kevin Kistner look... It got to about seventh place, having started from way back. And you think, oh, this is, and by the end of the day, he's absolutely nowhere. Uh, so I, I've i got a feeling, yeah, while Rory sits there waiting to start, you might see people get to him, but they might then fade away near the end because the back nine's harder. Yeah. And then before you know it, they're suddenly kind of also runs. So now I don't really see anyone coming out of the park, especially when it's Rory they're trying to catch.
2: It's all square going up the 18th, though. You can eagle the 18th or, yeah, there's so many permutations. on even leaving yeah. that, Paul, isn't there, this week? Um, I've got a quiz question for you, um, something I picked up earlier. Um, okay. We've had the Masters won by Scotty Scheffler, age 25. We've had the US Open won by Matt Fitzpatrick, um, age 27. US PGA was won by Justin Thomas, age 29. What could happen that could be unique tomorrow? All four major winners in their 20s in the same calendar year. All different people in their twenties or under thirty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and we've got potential there because Victor's twenty-four. Been going. I've been researching this. Mm-hmm. Young is twenty-five. Smith's twenty-eight. Siwoo Kim's twenty-seven. So only Rory out of the top brigade could actually ruin that stat. But we fancy Andy Rory will. to do it. Yeah, he will. Um,
1: and yeah. we well, we what did we get him at seven to two at halfway?
2: Seven to two at halfway, and we've yeah. obviously got Scotty Scheffler as well. Twenty-two to one, seven places, wasn't it? And he's. Yeah. Uh, more than in the running. and if anybody's going to come from deep, you fancy somebody like him to maybe do it, don't you?
1: Yeah, it might be him, yeah. Uh, He said today, he was interviewed after his round, he said he had so many putts that just missed. You know, if it's the reverse with him, they start dropping tomorrow. He could be the one to come through, but I think he'll be fighting for the minor places. Well, hopefully he gets top seven for us, but I, I can't see him pulling that back on Rory unless Rory is a real stinker
2: Well, one last question before I get you to uh, give me your final bets of this tournament. I, it's, I've been watching the strike meter with interest on the TV coverage. Yeah. <laughs> um, is- I've seen people kind of like down in the 40s. Bryson DeChambeau were 100 today. He got the full-on strike as he smashed it with one of his drivers. I've seen Victor with about an 85 and Rory's been in the 80s as well. How, how do they calculate that? Do you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a long question with a very short answer.
1: Yeah. Well, they get talking to the players and... They called Shambo in, and he said, well, that sounds good. I don't know what it means, but yeah, it's something to do with how, I don't even know, how far they Club head speed, it's, it's, it's meaningless. I don't know what I, it means. One of
2: the commentators just said it's a few factors, and he didn't yeah. really elaborate because I don't think he knew either.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, you've hit the ball well. I guess that's good, but I don't know quite how you portioning a score to it
2: really some some of the holes it doesn't really matter Dustin Johnson on the 18th today hit one of the most ropey drives you've ever seen he still scuttled up the fairway and he got a birdie yeah I know
1: I don't if we've already seen a hundred from DeChambeau I'm a bit sceptical that it doesn't work properly I mean is that
2: hasn't been the ultimate shot ever yeah there's no such thing as perfection in golf is there we all know there's no such thing as perfection in golf Uh, anyway
1: This is Late
0: Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: McIlroy to win by three or more strokes, eleven to four. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to finish with? We've had a seventeen to one winner this week. We've uh, still got Scotty Sheffield and Rory in our back pocket. Adam Scott could still finishing the top ten. So there's a few live bets going into Sunday. Is there anything else you want to add to the uh, the pile of betting slips that are still to be uh, decided?
1: Yeah, there's just a couple of um, a couple of match bets that uh, they're literally as we record this. At what ten to ten UK time? They're just starting to come out the the two old um, the two ball match bets, but there's a couple uh, that I like T- today's ones. By the way,
2: and I was just, I was just about to say we were close today, weren't were going we? Away, weren't they?
1: Yes, Fleetwood won.
2: Yeah, Fleetwood then, won. Lowry won. I think David Carey beat Westwood. David, it was just Tagala, wasn't it? I think it was a tie. David Carey,
1: oh, was it? I think they both shot seventy three because Carey was winning that all for most yeah. of the day. And I think he then bo- double bogeyed the road hole or something it like that. That shows
2: how lazy I was. I didn't check back to get the final I tally th- on that one.
1: Yeah, I think so. But it, it was the right bet because it was nine to four. So the
2: thinking was right.
1: But yeah, m- maybe, maybe I'm, you know, if you do four, there's always scope, there, for one messing up and we
2: to We weren't too far away for
1: 17 no, to one. To be, yeah. to be fair. So tomorrow, I'm just going to uh, go with two that I've got prices for now, two outsiders that I think might be a bit of value. I'll leave the end groups. So these are kind of around midday. So at 12.05, we've got Lucas Herbert against Xander Schafferle. And Schafferle was the man who came into the forming into the tournament in great form. But it sounds like he's running on empty a little bit. I think he said he played eight weeks of the last 10. So he sounds like he's he's kind of like on fumes. And although he, although he eagled the final hole, it was just a whack and a putt, really. It wasn't to put a lot of thought into it that that was to just shoot par for the day so he did par that final he, he would have finished at two over so i think he's he's not in the tournament anymore he's kind of i think he's he's done his work hasn't he? he's won in scotland he's won the jp mcmanus so he's up against lucas herbert the aussie i just think herbert's value is seven to four to win that two ball this okay. is with bet 365 herbert's obviously matched him so far he's He's an Aussie, so it'll it'll be dry and fast running again tomorrow. And if, if Shuffley's kind of run out of gas, I think Herbert can pick him off at 7-4. I,
2: I was watching the 18th. Um, coming off the 18th today, there's a few look like they're empty. <laughs> yeah. Cameron Young, after he finished his round today, and he obviously didn't have the best of rounds by yeah. his standards this week, he looked absolutely exhausted as he walked off. You yeah. wonder how much he's left in his tank for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, he's up against Cameron Smith, but Cameron Smith will be... Big favourite for that, so I'm trying to get a bit of value in the final day.
2: Um, it, it's a long, long old old trek, isn't it, around that course? Yeah. Six hour rounds and all the all the kind of like the adrenaline in the run up to hitting your first shot, then the come down and the practice and stuff. It's a long old day.
1: Yeah, and I think if you're someone like Shafley, would went who went there to win, you're kind of a bit drifting around tomorrow. So this is I'm going to make the same argument for John Rahm against Victor Perez. I'm going to go for Victor Perez. Uh, he's seven to four. I think we might have mentioned this on an earlier pod. He's, even though he's a Frenchman, his girlfriend lives in Dundee, which is just sort of over the way there. Uh, and he won the Alfred Dunner Lynx Championship on this course. Uh she, to, she a dentist? Uh, dentist, that's right. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, he's won in these conditions. He's having another good week here. Rahm is just not got it going. I don't think, you know, Rahm is, is here to win, majors, not to sort of dawdle around in midfield. So, I think he might struggle to get the old adrenaline pump into my John. He's,
2: he's looked quite frustrated all the way to the goal. not gone for him, is it? Yeah, no, he just looks like ah. I tell so, you what, move, moving from France to Dundee just to get free dental work—it's quite a sacrifice, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba
2: Casino.
0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. edition conditions apply. See website for details.
1: So they're a pair of four shots, those two. Lucas oh. Herbert and, John, and Victor Perez.
2: Are we going to double those together?
1: We are. These are the only ones available as we stand. You might get two to one or better by yeah. the time you've listened to this and had a look around. So, yeah, so it'll be a decent enough payout if, if
2: those two land. Two times seven to four shots there in uh, Lucas Herbert to beat Xander Schaffele and Victor Perez, Muck Perez, um, to beat John Rahm um, in the final round of the 150th Open. Add that to McElroy, Rory, to uh, win by three or more shots. That's 11 to four with Bet Fair. Both of the seven to fours on Herbert and Perez were would Bet 365, you said, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, not, it's going to be not for, far short of five to one, isn't it? Something yeah. like
2: that. I mean that. that yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere in that region, isn't it? Yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah, that was someone else. Yeah, so. Let's shop around because they are being populated as we speak. So we're doing this around about, well, just before 10 o'clock on Saturday evening. So by the time you wake up on Sunday, if you're listening, then there may be some better prices out there for you. But there we are going on for round four, DT. And we've still got, as I say, we've still got Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler in there, Adam Scott. We talked about him being a first round leader, but we also looked at his price to win the thing of 66 to 1. I think 12 places that was and uh, he's well and truly up there so there's a there's a few live bets on the uh, um, late tea time pod betting slip as we go into the final 18 holes
1: yeah so ideally um, McElroy wins by three or more which lands that bet we also get the seven to two halfway Rory bet landing Scheffler finishes third or something like that that lands the each way Adam Scott finishes fifth or even 10th that'll do and then these two don't these two uh this double comes off add it to the 17 to one and we've had we've had a storming week if thank it all goes like
2: that we'll be rolling in clover all the way through to the next podcast won't we be uh be rather nice but always gamble responsibly everywhere everybody because the 17 to ones don't always land as we proved today got close but no cigar today on that 17 to one fourfold. but dt as always thank you very much will we be back again next week is there a golf tournament next week there usually is there's always a golf tournament, yeah. There's so, always a golf right. tournament somewhere in the Late Tee Time podcast. If it's a, if there's golf that week, we will be here on a Wednesday as late as possible Is the uh, modus operandi of this podcast. We come as late as possible, so that man there with a gargantuan golfing brain can wrap his head around the latest rumours and give you the very best prices as we go into the weekend's tournaments. DT, thank you very much indeed for the last four thank days. Thank you, um, enjoyed it. And uh, thanks everybody for watching and listening. We've had uh, record numbers this week for the Open, and uh, much appreciated. And thanks for your follows on Twitter. It is the at, well, at Late Tea Time Pod. If you fancy following us, I'll stick it upon the screen very quickly there, so you can scribble it down. At Late Tea Time Pod. If you follow us on there, you can keep in touch with us as we go through the entire golfing year and try and bring you some winning bets along the way. Gamble responsibly, as I say. Enjoy the ra- last round of the Masters. Um, the Masters. <laughs> the, that, the Masters. The Masters. It's the Open, of the Open. Enjoy the last round of the Open, and we'll see you again very soon indeed. Cheers, everybody. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.